Welcome to the Digital Bosses Podcast with Joseph and Claire. Our definition of being your own boss means showing up for yourself so you can show up for everyone and everything personally and professionally. So congratulations on showing up, boss. We created the Digital Bosses Podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you start, grow, and build a purposeful online business. If you are a business owner, creator, looking to build an impactful brand that makes a difference, you are in the right place. So let's dive in. Hello, Karina. How are you? Hi, hi, Joe. Great. Doing great. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I am so happy to have you here. And it was so nice to catch up with you before the recording because we have been following each other on Instagram for about, I think, two or three years. Three years. Because it was before COVID. Yeah, three years. Right. Wow, yeah. It has been three years. And it was so amazing when I met you because you were someone who was very focused on personal branding in a different angle. I love the fact that you are someone who always talk about storytelling and how to link your experience to what you have to sell, what you have to offer to your consumer. And the reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast because we did a collaboration on a carousel where we were talking about branding from a perspective of the mistakes that we individually did. And so that anyone in the audience don't, that doesn't have to do that. So today I have a few questions for you, but before we dive into this, I would love to ask you to introduce yourself to anyone in the audience that doesn't know you and share who you are, what you do, and what's your superpower. Great. So my name is Karina Belmonte. I'm originally from Venezuela. I've been here in the United States for almost 13 years, a lot of time. <laughs> And my focus is personal branding. So for who? First, personal branding for founders, for entrepreneurs who want to connect who they are to what they do so they can build trust and authority in their brand and business. What happens is that many entrepreneurs and founders focus too much on this is what I do. Great. But we want to know who are you so we can trust what you do. So basically, that is what I focus on. And I started as a video producer, and then in 2020, I pivoted into personal branding coaching. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I didn't know your background was in video producing. That's so interesting. Yes. What was that really drove you into personal branding? What fascinated you? So what fascinated me is the deeper interaction with clients. With video production was very like, here's your video. That's it. Thank you for your service. And then if you have another project, great. And the communication was very simple. I want this shot. I want this. I want make make it this way. Make it one minute or 30 seconds or 10 right. seconds. Take all that meat, whatever, you know, very uh, like communication, very basic. Yeah. Transactional, 100%. And then in 2020, a lot of projects got canceled because, of course, what happened? The pandemic, they got canceled. So I said, hey, I want to learn about coaching and I want to learn about how to go deeper into connecting with people. And I had all this experience, video, marketing, branding, you know, video editing, video production. So I said, okay, let's grab all this knowledge and see how I can use it to help others. And that's how it started. And I started discovering myself, my, you know, my pros, my cons, like what could I do? What did I need to learn more about? And that's how it started, step by step. I love that. And you did it such a good timing as well, because it was the transition from static to video marketing more during the pandemic and you know there was a lot of focus on TikTok and how to you know show up on camera the right way and that's my niche that I transitioned to during 
the pandemic time. So I remember we connected through that and that was really interesting. I love this background in video production and I want to ask you, personal branding, it's such an overused term. Everybody uses it. And what I like about you, you have an approach that is very no BS allowed, which I'm very big fan of. So I want to ask you, what are the biggest misconceptions that you see around in terms of content when it comes to personal branding? If you share with me three. So first will be that some people believe that only a few people are allowed to have a personal brand, which means celebrities politicians, musicians, like, oh, that's an image, that's a brand because, you know, they're famous and they have to have a brand. So they have, they work with, you know, brand, other brands, like other companies. And like, no, that's not true. Everybody has the power to establish a brand to share their story. How they do it, that's the way. But everybody has a brand. Everybody has a presence. So that's the first misconception. The second misconception is that in order to have a personal brand, you need to be an influencer. That's not true. You don't need to influence. You don't need to go, hey, here's a pen and I want to sell you this pen. Like you don't have to be, you don't have to vlog. You don't, you have, it's share who you are. What do you believe in? What are your values? What are your experiences? How has your experience helped you become the person you are today? You don't need to be an influencer to do that. So that's the second misconception. The third one is, that people believe that only having a personal brand is just putting, you know, a few selfies, a few content over here, or like talking on stories, and that's it. I'm a brand. That's all it takes. Just me talking and just being right. No, <laughs> it's not that. That would it's be about, easier, right? You know, I mean, that would be so that much would be easier. Easy. I mean, honestly. Yes. <laughs> but it's, I, it's like no, <laughs> no, exactly. But I love what you shared, especially about the fact that people believe that having a personal brand, it's being a content creator or an influencer. And I have a take on this and I would love your thoughts. I always say you can have a personal branding approach or you can have a personal brand. I always say personal branding approach is when you are the transition between your product and your consumer. So you become the mediator between the two and how you connect the two through your story. And when you instead are a personal brand because you're a content creator or an influencer, what really people are invested, it's your life and everything that you put into the narrative, which is a sponsor or a campaign, is really done because people are coming to see you and the product is just an extra. It's a product placement that is a bit different. So they're very similar concepts, but very different at the same time, because I do believe you can have a personal branding approach, which is something I personally do, for example. I always say that I am a very frequent person on social media. I post very frequently, but you don't really see very much about my life. You don't know who my family is. You have no idea. And there is an illusion of consistency there when it comes to the content, but then it's it's how you share it and it's about what you decide to put out there. And there is a difference between being a personal brand as a celebrity, for example, where you use your channel to broadcast your life. So it's, you know, I'm talking, you're listening, whether you are a personal brand as an approach, as a business owner, you are sharing and documenting. That's a very big shift. I would love to know what are your thoughts on this. 
So I do agree. And as a business owner, let's put it business owner and let's put it influencer. So as a business owner, as yourself, I'm not there oversharing about my life because first of all, you don't care about that. You care is about who I am, if you can trust me, so you can invest in the knowledge that I can offer you and the transformation that I can offer you. That is as a business owner, as a founder, when they're looking through Instagram or TikTok from business owner to business owner, B2B, they're like looking at like, okay, how can this person help me with this X problem? Okay. And I always tell my clients about highlighting your life in different areas. Like highlight is how your experience helped you become the person you are today. That's the first highlight. How your failures, your lessons helped you be where you are today. How have your values allow you to relate to other people? You know, how has, let's say, your ups and downs in your entrepreneurship journey can help others? So there are five highlights that you can put in your life and in your brand, but you don't have to share the year, the exact time that you were born, where like you don't need to share that. Like, you don't need to share what you ate this week and every single detail. Like, honestly, if people are really focusing on help me solve this pain point, they don't care about those things. They just care about, yeah, trusting you, understanding you, you for you to feel relatable, but you don't need to vlog every little detail of your life so people trust you. That is what I always tell my clients because they are afraid of like, but I don't want to overshare. I don't want to cry on camera. I don't want to for them to know who is my partner. I don't want them to see my kids. Like you choose what you sh- you choose what you show. Exactly. At the end of the day, you choose that. And then the other approach that you were talking about is more the Kardashian style. It's like, okay, so this is my life. I am going to talk and you're going to invest in anything that I talk about because you love me and because I'm here all the time. And great. That's another way of personal branding. You are focusing on like everything about you, your face, the way that you talk, the way that you, and it's different. It's a different approach. It's more celebrity approach. Nothing wrong with that. But I believe as a business owner, right, if you, or as a coach that you want for people to invest in your offer or invest in your mastermind or whatever it is, you have to focus on how you're going to share what you're going to offer your clients or your prospective clients every single day. You have to talk about that. You have to repeat it so people know they're going to hire you because of this, you know? Yeah. Because if not, you can be an influencer and that's completely in your rights and you can be. No problem at all. Exactly. And you share so many great points here, Karina. I just want to sum them up a little bit for the listeners. So the first thing that has come up to me is storytelling. You know, storytelling, it's a strategy of experience sharing in marketing. And what the conception of storytelling people have is that they need to stay, they need to share the story of their life. Like from when they born to when did they did the first walk, when did they buy the first pair of shoes or whatever who cares about that like nobody really cares about that well, what people care it's how did you get to where you are today and what can you teach me and I think the approach of storytelling that is often very misunderstood it's okay this is a story of what I did from the beginning of my career to now what did I learn I learned these three things and then how these three things helped me to create what I am offering you to today it's really is going from what I did, how did I integrate it to what I'm selling, and how it can help you. Exactly. So exactly. it's really down to that. And then you share something which is very 
interesting to me and it's the approach that the Kardashians have. You know, and it brings me back to my corporate days when I was an influencer marketing manager. My job was to look for influencers, to recruit them for campaigns and to negotiate the contract. So I did the whole content creator part behind the scenes was my jam. And I remember one of the questions that I used to ask all the time was, what's your approach looking like as a content creator? Are you a are you documenting or are you a live caster? Do people follow you because you just go in nice beaches every day or is it because you have nice shoes or because you have a nice car? That's great. However, that's just probably not very beneficial for us as a business because it's not going to have the return of investment that we're looking for because it was a different type of collaboration. But that reminded me of that and I just wanted to point it out. As a business, do you really need a multi-channel brand? This is one of the most burning questions in my DMs and from my coaching clients. And I have to say the answer is yes. In this day and age, having a multi-channel brand is a superpower. However, when you don't have a team or you are working with very limited hours, this can turn into a huge time-consuming task, which is why as a solopreneur, business owner, or marketer, you always have to make sure you're replacing stress with strategy. That's where Metricool can help you. Metricool is an incredible social media scheduling tool where metrics meet productivity. It connects all your platforms, including Google Business and your website under one roof. And the answer is yes, even your Google Ads and Facebook Ads. And it has incredible features such as the auto list, which is your sales content and evergreen tool that allows you to never miss one content again. And the auto resize magic, which is one of my favorite when you want to automatically resize your content for each platform without any weird pixel mashup. We've been using Metricool in my agency, which has a team of four, and we increase productivity by 40% just by using this very simple tool. And guess what? There is a free trial for you for 30 days to experience the premium plan just using the code BOSS at www.metricool.com dot com with the code boss that's www.metricool.com with the code boss metricool where multi-channel success meets simplicity now i want to talk about the mistakes that you have done on your personal branding and then i'm going to share mine too because we are equal here <laughs> so <laughs> I would like you to share the three big personal branding mistakes you have done on your own brand, and then I'm going to share mine. Perfect. So I'm going to share the ones that we put on the carousel. They're both yeah. together. So the first one was that I, I remember how we started. I'm ashamed of sharing this because it was about that I invested almost $500 on a logo because I thought that a logo will represent me, my brand. And I was like, okay, and this graphic designer, they introduced me to her and and they told me that she was amazing. And I'm okay, great. So I told her what I wanted, the colors, aesthetic. She delivered the logo. I didn't like it at all. It was horrible. It didn't represent me at all. And then I said, of course, because maybe, okay, she wasn't skilled or maybe she didn't connect with me or listen to me. But also my image, who I am, does, it doesn't come down to a picture of, or a PDF or a PNG. You know, it's much more than that. So I had to remember, I had to go through that, spend, invest that money to realize that a logo doesn't make you a personal brand. Very you know? true. 
It doesn't. I agree. No. And I so, had yeah, the very, that's part of it. I had very similar experience with the logo. I basically spent a ridiculous amount of money to get it. And I never used it. It's just, I literally never, I think I still have it. And the logo that my agency has now, it's something that I created on Adobe Express. So, because I wanted to get something easy and something that represented me. And it was perfect because it's just the colors that I use. And then what I did, when I did my rebranding last year and I introduced the yellow, which was my personality, was someone that I really value as a brand strategy, which is Garrett and is part of the tribe. And he understood my concept and my idea and what I was looking for. But still, at this time, I still don't have a logo, if you will. I still have the logo I created. But so it's interesting that you mentioned that. And another thing that you shared that I really relate to, it's how, you know, at the beginning, we always say that we need all those things. Like, you know, we need the very cool lighting. You need the very cool camera. You need, it's always about what you need. It's never what you have. And I think I learned a big lesson in terms of content marketing. It's like work with what you have and see how you can make it work. Because less is more. And sometimes when it comes to content, the less produced they actually better. And I remember I used to have a whole set of lights that I would put on before my reels. And it was a whole like Netflix production every day, every week. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is exhausting. And sometimes, let me tell you, what was annoying to me was like, just the idea that I need to set it up, it just puts me off to create a content. Like I was, I don't know if you relate. A hundred percent. And I think we do that like as, because we watch the series, we watch movies and we're like, well, but look at the production, look how it looks. So I have to do the same. I, I have to look, you know, Hollywood. But then yeah. you realize that if you keep thinking that way, you will never start because you will have to invest in this light and then this camera, not the iPhone, no, not my Android, not whatever. So you wait and wait and wait. And then you realize that what you need is to start to try to use what you have, as you well said. And honestly, people don't want to see Hollywood on TikTok or on Instagram. They want to see you. They want to see you. They already watch Netflix or whatever movie. They want to see you. That's why TikTok has become so popular because the content is raw. It's there. It's in the car. It's in the bathroom. It's in the movie theater. Like whatever they're doing, people are creating. And it's people enjoy it because it's like you're talking to me. Exactly. And I'm putting this whole production for me to talk to you. It just you know? doesn't feel... It doesn't connect. It's perfect, but it's not connection. So it's perfection over connection and it doesn't work. It's the opposite. And what you shared before, which is what coming up for me as well, is the comparison, right? When you start, you're so busy to look for what everybody else is doing and you forget that sometimes you actually lose yourself along with it. And that's something I did in 2018 when I started. I used to compare myself with a lot of different creators. And I learned that when you're building a business, like you don't have to build the best business. You have to build the right business for you. I think that's a very important takeaway that I want the listener to have today. Also, it's very hard to compare yourself a stage zero, where you are right now if you're starting out, to someone that is a stage 10 because they started 10, three years ago. You need to compare yourself if you have to, something I would never recommend to do, but if you do, to the stage zero that they had when they started. So then if you want to have a healthy comparison, that would be a good one. 
But like, comparison is the thief of joy anyway. Yes, it's human. It's human to compare. I, honestly, we say we're not, it's human. We watch on TikTok or on Instagram, like, well, look the way they're dressed or whatever. It's human. But one thing is to just feel inspired when you see another creator or another entrepreneur or another founder and say, wow, that reel was really cool. Let me see if I can do something similar. That's inspiration, you know? Yeah. Because like you said, if you keep comparing yourself, you will start trying to pretend to be someone you're not. And then you lose your essence and then you're unhappy with what you have because you were just trying to be someone you're not. Very true. And that's the great thing about working on your brand. And go deep in your brand. That's what I try to do with my clients. Like, go deep. So you have no room to compare yourself. Like, no room at all. Which means, who are you? What is your mindset? What are your limiting beliefs? What do you need to let go? Like, we do all that first. So I squeeze everything you think that you have to compare yourself. And you see how authentic and how unique are you. Very true. And that's the first step. Yeah. I love that. And I would love you to share a personal brand startup pack. Let's call it this way. I love this idea of having what are the three things to take into consideration when anyone listening is looking to fine-tune their brand if they already have one or to build them from scratch. What are the practical things they can do today to take themselves from what they are to where they would like to be? So I put it down to three questions. The first question is, who are you? And I know that this question can seem very broad, but think about it. What are your values? What are your experiences? What is your story? What are your lessons? From who are you, take it down to all those questions and step by step start answering them. What are my values? And you write it down. What are my beliefs? What are my experiences? How, what has been my lessons? You write it all down and you start discovering step by step what is it you believe in? What have you done? And all of that. The second question is who do you? want to help you have to think about it who do you want to help you already know who are you you already understand your experiences now use those experiences to ask yourself who do i want to help with this experiences you see so everything's connected and then when you are in the second question we jump to the third one why why do you want to be present why do you want to help these people why so these three key questions will allow you to have a clear perspective, will allow you to start and understand, okay, I get it, but I need to go deeper. That's when you realize I have the clarity, but I need to go a little bit deeper. That's when you find a coach or you find someone to help you with your social media. But you have to start with these three key questions that I just mentioned. It's It helps. It really helps. I love that. And I've been thinking about the hardest one for me when I started, which was why that was something that i couldn't get my head around it and somehow i thought i had a right and a wrong answer but there is no right or wrong in that but what i learned there is that people pay for solution no information that's the first thing the second thing is people are looking for perspective and the perspective you have it's what they need in line to take them from where they are to where they would like to be. And I think that's a very important part. It's not about, oh, you know, it's the best thing. It's the most amazing service. I always say this. I am not better than anybody, but nobody's better than me. It's a very interesting angle. My grandmother used to teach me that. And that was a very 
because it's like, you're no better than anybody and nobody's better than you. And the reason why is because there is the perspective that you have and the angle that you have, you are the only person that can offer because you have that experience. And I turned that into one of my biggest USB in business. Because the way I see things and the way I approach things is very different from the way someone that does exactly what I do would do it. Because the experience that we have and the creative input that I have is different from someone else. And I believe that's a very big takeaway for anyone facing that imposter syndrome, especially at the beginning, because, oh, what do I have to offer? Think about taking from what do you have to offer to like, okay, great. What can I add to someone else's life? that they might need right now. And it can be a perspective, it can be a service, it can be a product, it can be, you name it. But yeah. Exactly. And I always tell people this because they are with the same topic. It's okay, but if I started, let's say three years ago as a mindset coach, and because I love mindset, but then have the way of the journey, I discovered that I like talking about business too. So some people think that because they started as a mindset coach, they cannot build an agency because it doesn't go with what how I started. Or they cannot become a business coach or a business consultant because that's not where I started. I always tell them, as you evolve, your brand has to evolve. And it's okay. If you want to just do business consultation, do it. Try it. You don't have to get locked into mindset because like if it was that partner, you cannot let go. No, let it go and explore another area. Nobody's going to tell you, oh, why didn't you cancel? Or why didn't you decide not to be a mindset coach? Because you wanted to. Exactly. And most of the time, all the big negative outcomes that we we think we have, we are the one that we just say to ourselves in our brain. Nobody actually cares in that sense. They are more, I always say the toughest word are the one that you say to yourself. It's very, very, very important to remember that sometimes. And... Another thing I would like to ask you is, coming from mindset coaching to now, why is that one mindset shift, someone that facing chaos when it comes to personal branding should be taken in line to take their business to the next level through personal branding as an approach in business? So this is one that I usually always focus on when I'm working. It's like, what are those limiting beliefs that you need to let go? Because sometimes... You say, I have three limited beliefs. I think I'm not that pretty enough or I think I'm not that creative, whatever. So there are like three that you believe that you have here. But when you start digging deep and you divide them into careers, limited beliefs, personal limited beliefs, value limited beliefs, you start going so deep and you discover that you have this voice in your head telling you, you're not ready. You cannot start. What are you trying to do? Are you going to be on video? Are you going to be a fool of yourself? You have to identify your limiting beliefs and then see how you're going to address them. But if you don't identify them and you start your brand and then you start the marketing and then you hire someone to do your ads, you're always going to feel that your brand is not good enough because you haven't dealt with your limiting beliefs. And that is a huge step because having self-awareness, building your mindset, building your self-awareness allows you to have a better brand. But like you have to think about it. Will you be happy building a brand that the only thing that you're doing is trying to pretend to be someone you're not because you don't want to accept that you have key limiting beliefs that you haven't focused on, that you haven't worked through? Like, are you going to be happy? Like, that's the question that you have to ask yourself. 
Yeah, I always say, don't build a brand you can quit from. Yeah, exactly. It's, and I stopped using the word authentic because I don't like the perception that people have about it now. People think that being authentic means that you go in your pajamas on social media, you go live, and people are going to think you're authentic. No, you're just lazy. But the thing is, to me, it's really down to making it and keeping it real to yourself and to the person that is invested in your path. Because what happens there, it's really building that connection through that. And I realized that in the last 18 months, perhaps, my personal brand has been the most real and connected to me as he ever was. And because I really grew into that and I just replaced perfection with connection and it worked really well. So... Yeah, I love this. And I would love you to share how can people find you and how can they work with you? Okay, so you can find me everywhere under the same name that we have here, Karina Belmonte. That's how you can find me on Instagram, on YouTube, on TikTok, which I'm trying to be consistent. But, you know, I'm not perfect. I cannot be everywhere. <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn, too. And but like Joe and I agreed, I, I, I cannot be present in every single platform and you know, I try on TikTok. I try, but honestly. So then you can go to my website as well. They're my same name. You can find me there. You can connect, book a call with me so we can assess what is your current brand strategy and what do you need and how can I help you? That's how we can start. And yeah, that's that's how you can find me. I'm everywhere under the same name, Harina Belmont. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. And I actually think you forgot one that you're very active on, which is threads. I love your threads. Oh yes, <laughs> really threats. Good. I, you know why? Because threats and Instagram for me are almost the same. So I forget. You're right. Threats. You actually are. Yeah, it's true. And yeah, I love that. Well, thank you very much for being on the Digital Bosses today. It was so nice to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, that is it for the day. Now that was a jam-packed episode full of value just for you. But let me tell you a secret. The best conversations actually happen after the show over at the Digital Bosses page on Instagram. You're more than welcome to join the tribe there. We have incredible conversations and it's full of action taker business owners just like you. So we cannot wait to see you there. Plus, if you are looking to support us and you would like to let us know what are your thoughts about today's show, Take a screenshot of the episode, tag us on your Instagram story, and let us know your feedback. We share each and every one of our listeners, and we cannot wait to share yours too. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you with Claire, same time, same place, next week.